Hello, hello, good people. Welcome to Shah's Voice, a black girl's mind. Thank you for tuning in. So guys, it's been a while since I recorded uh, an episode. And I just, I don't know. A lot, a lot of things have been happening. You know, when we talk about mental health, I told you guys that I've gone through depression and of late I think I was at the tip of hitting rock bottom but I'm feeling better I am better yeah so uh, one of the things that have happened is that uh, I have a baby I have a son so um, here's what happened I think for you to understand why it took me so long to do this, then you have to understand why it began, right? So last year, around October, uh, I had gone out with my boyfriend and our, fr- and our friends. And we went to this really nice cool place, had some drinks, had some cocktails. And then we came home after dropping our friends off. And I was so sick, you know. Uh, it was kind of weird. Like, these are the same drinks that I keep having every time that we go out. Why am I sick this time round? And I realized, you know what? I've just been talking about being pregnant and being pregnant. But what if it's true? So I went and bought a pregnancy kit. And I tested the I tested myself. And it was positive. <laughs> And I had mixed feelings about it, though. You know, like, when you feel like, Yay, we're pregnant. When you feel happy like that. No, that didn't happen to me at first. I had a lot of mixed feelings that time when I found out that I was pregnant. And you know what I did? I took the pregnancy testing kit and I threw it in the dustbin. And I was like, there's no way I'm telling my boyfriend that I'm pregnant. But then I went uh, to the couch and sat next to him and looked at him and I was like, how am I even supposed to keep this from him? So I told him, hey baby, we're pregnant. And his reaction was calm. I don't know. I expected him to jump up and down with joy. But he didn't. He was just, he was calm. He was happy, I think. And you know when you see in movies how men react when their girlfriends or their wives tell them that they're expecting, how men uh, scoop them up and laugh and tell them how happy they are, well, that did not happen. And I understand that the fact that I I didn't know what to feel or I didn't understand what I was feeling was probably the same thing for him because it was not something that we had planned. Yeah, well, anyway, you know, if you have unprotected sex, you're bound to get pregnant. But it was not like a, plan, a planned pregnancy, sorry. Yeah, so the journey started off. We were pregnant, yes. But things just started happening. I got so sick that same week. 
I got so sick and I was put on bed rest. The pain in my lower abdomen was so severe that in the first week there was a threatened chance of having a miscarriage. I remember feeling so sad. I remember wanting this baby so bad that the thought of losing this baby was just devastating. I, I don't think it was something they could have handled. And so, yeah, we went on bed rest, no traveling long distance, no working, staying in bed full time. And that was from the first week. So that is October, November comes. I was so sick that I couldn't put anything down. Uh, I need to work because I'm self-employed. So I need to work because, okay, so this is the reality of life. I'm soon going to be a mom. I do not have a salary that I'm expecting to come in every month end. So I gotta do what I gotta do. I have to work when there's work for me to do. And so there's this one time that we went to Nairobi in the month of uh, November. We went to Nairobi to visit my little sister and I found out that my boyfriend was flirting with another lady even after he found out that we were pregnant. I remember feeling so crushed and so betrayed and so angry that I couldn't even look at him. And for the first time in my life, ever since I knew him, I looked at him and I knew right then and then there was a very thin line between love and hate because at that time I hated him. He knew we were pregnant. He knew how this would affect me, but he would, but he still did it. That really affected me. It broke me, crushed me. And now we're in Nairobi. I cannot drive myself back home in the first place. I'm not even allowed to drive. And secondly, how am I supposed to cope with a pregnancy this hard when I can't even cook for myself? How am I supposed to go back to our house, to our place, and, and stay alone, you know? None of these things mattered at the moment. All I wanted was for him to be gone. All I wanted was to hate him for what he had done. I felt so betrayed. It hurt so bad. All I could do was cry. And I kept thinking to myself, like, God, why is this happening now that I'm pregnant? Couldn't it have happened before I got pregnant? Like, it's not just about me and him anymore. There's a baby here. And there's this pregnancy that I'm not even able to handle. How am I supposed to go back to our place? and live by myself when I can't even take care of myself. And I was thinking, is this, am I supposed to go back to my parents' house? Because that has never been an option for me. Like, how do I go back home? How do I even tell my mom that, mom, I'm pregnant? Where do I begin that conversation? And so, <clears throat> I try to bury my heart 
and I tried to bury my feelings so deep. And I came up with a solution. You know what? We're going to cohabitate. And I decided that we were going to go back to our place and live together as friends or exes, whatever. He would take care of me, but we wouldn't be together. And that is exactly what we did. And guys, some of the things that happen in our lives, especially in a relationship, you know, the Bible says, guard your heart. And I did try to guard my heart at that time. But my heart was not as important as guarding my baby, guarding the pregnancy. Knowing that I had nowhere to go, I couldn't go to my parents, I couldn't live with my sister. I had nowhere to run to. Instead of guarding my heart, I decided to guard my baby. Yeah, and so we went back home. And for two or three months, we were cohabitating. So, uh, we're still on bed rest. At week 19, I'm so sick, so sick that I cannot even stand. I've got headaches. I'm spotting. I've got this pain in my abdomen. I was just slipping into depression. And at some point, I cried. I cried so bad when I couldn't work. And I thought to myself, how am I supposed to bring a baby into this world when I'm, 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 I'm unemployed? I'm sorry. Unemployed, I cannot work. The projects that I have, I cannot work on them. How am I supposed to bring a baby into this world when I can't even look after myself? And I remember at that point, I didn't want to have that baby. I didn't want to have my baby because I was so scared of not being able to provide for this baby. How, how was I supposed to do that? But then, there's this part of me that also wanted that baby. There's this part of me that thought, depression doesn't last forever. I'm going to get better. I'm going to give birth and then I can work. I can run my projects. I will be okay. And for him, for my baby, I decided to be okay. I decided, you know what? It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter what lengths I have to go to to survive, but I was going to survive for him. So it took 19 when I became so sick. One of our relatives recommended that we visit a Ghana friend of hers. And that is when the Ghana found out that I had a fibroid. And the fibroid was... Um, located or situated on top of my uterus on the upper part and that was a good thing because you know it, it's not on the lower part they said if it was on the lower part of my uterus that would have been bad so it was on the upper part of my uterus and it measured nine centimeters the weird thing is that i had gone to a public hospital before that at i think 13 or 15 weeks and when the matrons were checking my stomach, they were like, 
uh, mom, you're having twins. I was like, no, there's no way I'm having twins. So they said, if you're not having twins, then your pregnancy is older than you think it is. And they made me do a scan. And I went and did a scan that showed that I was accurate uh, in regards to how old the pregnancy was. And I was not having twins. So what they told me was, then you're having a very big baby because your belly feels big. I was like, okay. So I went home knowing that I was going to have a big baby. It's my first baby, so I didn't know how that works. So at 19 weeks, I was told that I was that I had a fibroid. It was the reason why I was showing that early. Guys, I crashed. I cried so much, like... I'm so sick, I'm so depressed, I'm so sad, and I have a fibroid that measures 9 centimeters, like, am I cast or something? And so the journey of taking care of my pregnancy and taking care of my baby started right then and then, and I knew I wanted that baby no matter what, and I knew that I was going to fight for that baby no matter what. At some point, me and my boyfriend, we sat down and we had a real conversation. And we decided to give the relationship another chance. I will not lie to you and tell you that at that point I had healed or that I had forgiven him or that I had forgotten. But it was more important for me to have someone support me and to feel loved and to feel supported. That I just turned my face away and I was like, you know what? It's okay. It happened. It happens to people. And I consoled myself with the fact that he was just flirting, you know? It's not like he was sleeping with her. He was just flirting. Something that I could have easily done. And so we reconciled our differences. And we gave the relationship another shot. And we continued pushing the pregnancy and trying to survive migraines and depression and abdominal pains and spotting guys it was terrible but if there's one thing that kept me going was the thought of knowing that me just thinking that you know what this baby is gonna survive this this baby is gonna survive every obstacle that he's that he's facing i was going to survive for my baby i was fighting to stay alive for my baby i was fighting to stay sane for my baby i was fighting to stay healthy and not depressed for my baby and if that meant forgiving my boyfriend for what he did then that is exactly what i did if that meant ignoring the heart and the pain that I was feeling in my heart, then that is exactly what I did. I knew I would do anything for my baby at that, at that point. So guys, um, this is a long story. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to do another episode tomorrow. I'm going to tell you how everything went down. Yeah. And this is not like the previous episodes. 
this is just me having those real conversations. It's something that we all need. We need to talk it real. No shade. Just as it is. This is Shah's voice. A black girl's mind. Thank you for listening, guys.